0: Hi, we're Katie, Jessica, and Shannon, and this is Boy Problems Podcast, a community focused on supporting families navigating substance use disorder. We hope sharing our stories, introducing you to experts, and answering all the questions you have no one else to ask will help you better navigate your story.
1: Through our partners' recoveries, we found each other and formed our own squad, one we know is so valuable to how we manage this disease in our relationships. So we started bringing a microphone to our hangouts to extend our conversations to others just like us. When you're here, you're not alone.
0: If you're listening, you probably know we met at a family support group, and our bonds have grown stronger through sharing our stories and supporting each other. When we think about the thing that's helped us most, it's that. So we'd like to extend that community to you. If you're feeling like no one understands what you're dealing with, or you're looking for a community of like-minded individuals, consider joining us for our virtual support group. For details, visit Recovering2.com. We know what you're going through and we're here to help. We're recovering too.
2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Boy Problems Podcast. We are back again and we are so excited. Uh, How's everyone doing?
1: Good. Good to be back with the three of us. Right? It's been a
3: while. It's been like two episodes since I've been, which I guess that's like a month
2: right yeah and you weren't on the uncomfortable conversations we had to do a random thing for that which was a good conversation yeah it worked out it did yes
3: yeah we had um the vid in the house
2: so you know yeah um well so excited that everyone is back uh last time we just had a fantastic episode and really excited. We made the announcement that we now have a Patreon account. And so we would love for anyone who can support us or be with us there. We're uh, really excited to kind of launch that. Uh, So if you support our work and you like what we do, we'd love to have you over there and we're going to do some really cool exclusive content. So join us over on Patreon. Recovering too is what it's under. Yeah. So anyway, let's go ahead and jump into kind of what Shannon, you went to Mexico. And that's kind of what brought up our kind of thought process behind this today. Want to tell us about it?
1: Yeah. So I went to Mexico in January for a wedding of a family friend. It was a really small wedding. So they kept the the guest list small as well. And um didn't invite like significant others from like this particular friend group that I'm a part of. So I was just going, um, with my parents and then some other family friends and Jay was not joining. Um, although I'm not sure that he would have gone anyway, like even if he was invited, just, it was like at an all-inclusive resort. I knew there was going to be a lot of drinking, kind of the dynamics that were around. Um, so it was like, in a way just easier that it wasn't even an option. We didn't have to like think about it, but I was uh, talking to one of my friends and telling them, you know, that Jay wasn't going and they were, they were kind of surprised. They're like, you're just going to go like on this trip without him. And like, aren't you going to miss him or wish that he'd be there with you? And I, I was like, well, yeah. I mean, I always miss him when he's not with me, but like I'm also looking forward to just like going and being with my other friends. and it's like only four or five days like it didn't really feel like a big deal to me. Um, but it got me thinking about like i've I've always been kind of an independent person, so I don't know how much of that is like just my own natural independence. I'm fine with doing things on my own, um or how much has sort of developed because of addiction and times that I've been forced to do things on my own or long periods of time that Jay and I have gone without living together or being together. And so I don't know, I think I brought it up to the two of you, like your thoughts on it and thought it would be interesting to discuss. Yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that's
2: very interesting. Um, I do. I also think that I have just been naturally independent. Uh, So like, you know, is it what was I born with it? Was it something that happened because of addiction? Probably a little bit of both. Um, I think a very interesting story, Jessica, or example, if you could bring up what happened with you and Casey that one time about kind of the scheduling snafu with his grandma.
3: Oh, where I just like... (laughs) (laughs) um it wasn't as much as like a snafu as it was that I just like had for so long gotten into the habit of doing my own thing that I just didn't even consider like going to something that was like kind of important to Casey when I had when I also had something going on at the same time so his grandmother was being buried and I had women's group and I never once thought about like not going to a men's group and going with him and supporting him and until that morning when he was like hey I mean I know you have this thing going on but it would mean a lot to me if if you would go and I was like I didn't even think about it because I was just like on my train so yeah I think you can go the other way too where you're just like you get into the habit of only like caring for yourself that it like takes a second to like kind of recalibrate and remember that also like they need support and you know and things like that as well so yeah it's kind of interesting
2: but I think also like the codependency part plays into it like I was so heavily intertwined and co-mingled with Kimin, I think once you can break free because maybe they're doing okay, or you've realized that you just need to be okay with them not being okay. Like it is kind of a very freeing sense, and so when you when you lose it, you don't necessarily know that it's happening, but then when you realize it's been gone and you get it back, like you you realize how much you've missed it. At least for
1: me, you're talking about you realize how much you've missed that like independence.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. No, that's a an interesting perspective. Yeah. I,
3: think- yeah I, don't, I don't align with that. I mean, that's not my experience. I don't think. I think mine is more like <clears throat> similar to your friend Shannon, who was like, "You're gonna do this thing like that's like coupley without your partner, and pre like being forced to do that." I wouldn't have felt comfortable doing that either. There just wasn't something I would have done. Um, one, because I'm like socially awkward, but two, because it's like, you're so, like quote unquote supposed to do these things with your spouse and it would just, I would feel so weird not, but yeah. And then when he, like, when I was forced to do these things, either because he was in rehab or jail or I don't know, whatever, wherever he was not with me, um, I remember like going to concerts by myself for the first time with our friends and like it just felt so weird and then as time has gone on there's been more like opportunity for me to do things on my own and feel more comfortable with that but it definitely was very weird at first and I
1: it wasn't my preferred way of being
3: that makes sense
1: yeah I think that like I've always been kind of comfortable like doing things on my own Um, and Jay and I have always had kind of our like own friend groups as well. And we have like our own interests, which is, is something that I like about our relationship that we kind of, we each have like our own things that we like to do. And we're not like always together. And so like things like going and meeting up with like friends at a bar or restaurant or whatever, like that's never bothered me. Um, but when you talked about like the coupley things, it wasn't so much like I felt anxious about showing up somewhere by myself. Like, I don't really mind that as long as I know someone. Um, but it was more the concern of like, Oh, are people like, what are other people thinking? Like, is this weird because I'm supposed to be here with Jay and I'm not because I'm choosing, or do people think like you know, we don't love each other as much as other people in a relationship do, because we're not going to like all of these couple things together. Um, So I think that's, it's more of like an external, like pressure or issue that I deal with. Then like, if I really think about like, am I okay going to something on my own? Usually like, yes, I am. But it's more of like, how did, how does this appear to everyone else?
3: Yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. When I think, um, so in the profession, Shannon, that we're in like the event industry and hospitality. So like hosting parties and being like the person that's kind of like moving and grooving just making sure checking on everybody. Um, so like when I have parties, like even holiday parties that, um, I plan and I bring my husband to, he is like a dead weight to me. He is not, um, an extrovert. He does not like, he will talk to people if like we're in a circle, but I can absolutely feel my codependence drawing me into him. Is he okay? Does he feel weird? Even if I don't drink and like my company parties are not, nobody's getting turned up, like nothing like that. Like people are just having a good glass of wine or a beer. I mean, it's nothing crazy. Um, but I always, I feel that Kim is like, I always want to check on him. Are you okay? And so I, I know that for me, that's my codependency of like, is he okay? Does he feel comfortable? Hey, do you want to get a a Sprite with a lime in it? So maybe the people think that you're drinking so that they don't ask questions, or I will very quickly say, oh, he's my DD. So he can't drink tonight. Um, and I have since come out basically let my work, people kind of know about it, but, but I do feel whenever we're in a social situation and he is there, if he doesn't know the people very much attached to his feelings. And if he's doing okay, and I don't like that.
1: <laughs> um, that's a, a good point about like our, our work, our, my company, we host like an annual holiday party, not like a staff party, um, but for like all of our supporters and volunteers and like civic leaders. So like 500 people come to this and some of my staff members bring their spouse because it's a good time. There's good food there's good drinks. You see a lot of people. Um, but I like, I think I've brought Jay one time and then never, never again, because it is like, you're in that role where you have to go and mix and mingle with everybody. And if he's there, I find myself, like you said, worrying about like, is he okay? Like, oh no, like, is there too much alcohol around? Should I drink or should I not drink? And i I talked about this, um, on my week of stories, like right when I got back from Mexico, like just the struggle sometimes of feeling like guilty, the times when I like look forward to like going to something by myself, because it just like takes less brain power, you know, to think about all the different scenarios or worry if he's okay, or figure out if I'm going to drink or not drink. And so sometimes I like, look forward to doing something on my own because it's I don't have to worry about it but then I kind of end up feeling guilty for feeling that way yeah I can relate to that yeah just what about you guys is Casey
2: more the social butterfly no more similar
3: um I mean he he like has to socialize in his day job. So <clears throat> he's talking to people one on one all day long. Um but I think we're both like homebody type people and you know we spend a lot of time with our family and our very close friends, but not really. We like to go to like things we enjoy, like concerts and stuff, but as far as like I if like our friends come over, it's like they just come to our house and stuff. So it's not really like a really an issue for us. Um, I mean, but I have like the same experience as what Shannon just said, like being at work events and not taking my spouse and stuff. I'm okay with that because, you know, I can just still be at work and like, you know, do my thing. But it's not like there's a lot of stuff I want to do without him um but I don't particularly I'm not a person that particularly wants to do anything (laughs) socially so that's kind of like just my nature but yeah I mean that's just me um I mean but like like I said if there's something I really want to do like two years ago when we didn't live together three years ago time flies when we didn't live together you know I went to Chicago for a show that I really wanted to see with friends I mean I'll do things like that if it's important to me but generally like that's just not but the the other side of that though is that when you are kind of a homebody and you like to be home and then like your spouse isn't there like that I think that's really hard too like when you have that void and like have to be more independent with your time quote unquote but like by yourself so like what are you doing like you're not watching a show with someone or you know that kind of independent time I think can be really challenging as well at least that was for me. I would think that was more challenging than like thinking about myself in social situations. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, no, that was similar for me. I thought the hardest times, like when Jay wasn't living at home was not me like going out by myself socially. Like that was Mm -hmm. a good distraction. It was nice to be around other people. It was like sitting on the couch, like seeing his empty spot and like watching a show by myself. when like, that's what we would do together every night. So like, that was the hardest part of being forced into like that level of independence. Um, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: we've been talking a lot about like, I think social things. Um, but when you talk, you mentioned living by yourself, it reminded me also like the times that we've been forced to be independent. If it's like, taking care of our household or finances or other responsibilities that maybe we take on because we have to. And then what's that like transitioning back into a partnership when they are like healthy? Yeah.
3: I mean, we did that. So we lived separate uh, for a while and I would say in general, like I feel like the household responsibilities or like the life responsibilities skew more heavily on me um, because a lot of what we have set our life up for, like allows him more time to like work on his recovery or whatever. And so I think that naturally I pick up the slack because he needs to be more free for some of that, like to go to meetings or whatever he does. Um, So I think it's been hard, like, it's been easier now when we have a kid because we've been forced like all of the responsibilities are like totally different now. <laughs> like the priorities are different. Um, he does a really good job with that. But as far as the things that have been like baseline consistent since the beginning, like I still find myself like doing a majority of the housework and things like that. like we quite we haven't quite figured out like a balance there. Uh, I think that's really challenging though, like how do you give them time but also expect them to like, take care of the cars and do the
1: dishes and all of that yeah well katie i was thinking of you like like financially hey you know when Kimmin was in active addiction and things or like early on maybe it was early recovery you kind of took on all the finances and held that really close and so right. then getting to a point where you start allowing him in I don't know. What does that bring up for you?
2: Yeah. So, uh, financial independence is a huge, uh, trigger for me. Uh, unfortunately, you know, encountered somebody who said they went out to get like a drink, like a, like a coffee or something. And their card was declined, looked at the bank account and it was almost at zero. Like they didn't have enough to buy whatever that was. It was because their significant other took all the money. They were in charge of the finances, took all the money. And I was like, that just drives me up the wall. <laughs> I just, I want everybody to know their finances. Don't depend on male, female, like you should know where you are money-wise, but that's money is a huge thing for me. <laughs> um, so for me, like when Kimon was an active addiction, um, you know, we go over our budget every month together, line by line, what has been spent. And so for years, thousands of dollars was being taken right in front of my face and I couldn't figure out what was happening. Once I figured out what was happening, I shut all the bank accounts down. He got, he got nothing. Um, And so only probably a year ago, and this is him five years into recovery, does he now have access to the bank accounts Um, so for me, that was a huge trauma, huge, awful period in our relationship. And so we have slowly worked back together. However, when he started to be sober and he wanted to like sit down and do the money and he's questioning me, like, well, why did you go to Starbucks and why did you go to McDonald's? And I'm like, well, fuck you. Because I have been keeping this household afloat for the past six years that you've been snorting shit up your nose. So fuck off. And so there was a ton of anger and frustration as we navigated the early recovery and him wanting to get back into the, you know, the day-to-day responsibilities and seeing like where the money was going. Cause I felt like he was attacking me for every little charge I would make. And it was like, I wasn't sinking us, but it's like, dude, like I carried this family for freaking years. Like, come on. So financial independence for me is just a, is a huge thing.
1: Yeah. Um, When you are talking about the house, like cold things made me think of like, I think I generally take the lead on like household issues or if like, you know, if we had a problem with the AC, like I'm the one who calls someone and figures it out or makes the final decision on, you know, if we're going to pay to have it repaired or whatever it is. And I think. I do think some of that happened because I had to do some of those things like when Jay wasn't here. And so some of that has just carried over. Um, But I, I feel like if I like really am honest about it, it kind of is that like control. It goes back to like controlling things like, oh yeah, like I say, oh yeah, I'm just like in charge of it because it comes more naturally to me, but really I'm like, I want to be the one in control. And sometimes that can have like a negative impact on our relationship because it doesn't necessarily feel like very like partnership based. If I'm the one like making all of the household decisions or not consulting him, like for the most part, like he doesn't like really care, but then, you know, sometimes things will come up where I, he will like make a comment and it will make me realize like, oh, it, it feels like he doesn't feel like an equal in the decision. Um, and I don't know, I just, I guess I feel like some of that comes up from the years of living through addiction and not always being sure if you can, can count on them to contribute to decision-making or be there financially um, but then when you're in a good spot and trying to be like healthier, I think you have to be aware of like breaking some of those like old patterns
2: for me. Uh, I think in the beginning, uh, I did everything for him, right. Doctor's appointments, uh, dentist appointments. Like I booked all of the things and I also took care of the hot water heater broke and it, whatever it may be needed trees removed in the yard or, or whatever. Like I took on everything, like Jessica said, um, to alleviate the day-to-day so that he could focus on his recovery. However, like that did cause frustration and stuff in the beginning. And I think that we have, we've worked on that. And we, we definitely still have um, some hurdles to jump over, but um, yeah, that was, that was kind of a big thing. And I think more so now I'm, I think we're more at the 50, 50 on the decision-making and the whatever, but like, sometimes if he's like, Hey, can you call this place to, to take care of this? And I was like, well, why can't you? And like, he'll get frustrated with me because it's like, I do work on a computer all day. And he's like, well, can't you just do that? And I'm like, yeah, but you get off work at two. So if you could just call and like, take care of that. And so a lot of times we run into that where he thinks it's just easier for me to do. And he's trying to pawn stuff off. And then I get pissed and I'm like, no, you can, you can absolutely take care of registering our child for daycare. Like you can do it.
3: Do you guys, um, this is kind of, I mean, I'm sort of related to like recovery but not really just curious like do you guys split up your responsibilities like is one person in charge like for us for example Casey's is in charge of the dog the cars and the lawn like those are domains that i would net like if something was wrong with our irrigation system that's him if my, our dog needs shots like he does that <clears throat> Oh, and our bikes. We got bikes this year. So he's taking us. So uh, like, we just split up things. Do you guys do that? Or like, how do you decide who does what? Or is it just like, as things come?
1: Yeah. I would say we're not really like at like that level where it's very like evenly like split up. Like these are your areas. (laughs) Um, It kind of depends. Like I think it's more like task oriented rather than like, like topic. I don't know. Like I'm break, like yours sounded like okay. Like the topic of yard work or whatever. Um, I guess the one thing that is kind of like where we split is like Jade basically does everything cooking related. Um, mm-hmm. I don't cook at all. Like I make myself like cereal if he's not around or adult lunchables, uh, with Ritz crackers and salami and cheese. Uh, so that's my cooking. Um, but then I end up doing like all the cleaning. Well, he cleans like the kitchen. He's good about that. And then I do like all the other like house cleaning things. Um,
2: yeah. So that's funny. So, um, I can, I can tell when Kim and I are about to have like a monster fight, when he one time made the comment that he does 90% of the housework at home and i do 10%. Oh. Um, that got my italian blood on fire and that was a throwdown. Oh, uh, i was mad for. It. And so however, now it's funny. And so when we're when he's kind of picking at me because he does do a majority of the grocery shopping, like he does the grocery shopping, he does the cooking, he does the um a lot of the cleaning of the house but again he gets off work at two if i don't get home till six like it's just kind of he just has more time to do these things but you know i do the laundry um you know i don't i think we are more task oriented jessica but it's a, that's that's it's just that's interesting it's that, you yeah. bring that up.
3: we definitely have like zones but it makes me like just hearing how different people do it like then so if those are your methods, then how do you like work in meeting schedules and allow time for individual self-care and things like that? Like, how do you fit that into the day-to-day stuff? Like, do you guys have ways that you do that or like, I don't know, what does it look like for you?
1: Well, like for us, I mean, we typically eat dinner late anyway. So like on the days that Jay goes to a meeting, like usually i like after work i try and like work out right after that and then i usually come home and maybe we're home together for like a half an hour or something before he goes to a meeting and then while he's at a meeting i'm like showering hanging out like by myself watching tv that's some like alone time and then when he get gets home from a meeting which is like typically 8 by then like that's when he'll like make dinner and we eat like, and then we'll, we like never sit at the kitchen table. We always sit like on the couch and watch a show then. Um, and then it just depends. Like some nights he goes down to the basement and plays music for a while. And like, I might do work on my computer or do some of like the cleaning around the house that did, I mean, to be honest, that doesn't really happen much during the week. It's mostly on the weekend. Um, but yeah, it just kind of like, that's the, like the schedule, I guess.
2: Yeah. For us, it's totally a schedule. Like it has to be scheduled. Like if I, if I don't schedule in self-care, it will not happen. Like I won't remember. And it's, you know, the things that I like to do as self-care would be like going out to dinner with friends or going and getting like a massage or um, even going to get my nails. done. if I don't book it ahead of time, I won't do it because it just won't come to mind because it's just very easy for me not to think of myself. Um, But I think we've just gotten in a pattern where every Monday, Thursday, Saturday, he's at a meeting. And so like, that's just something that we always have to work around. And, and again, like, I'm just, doing the stuff with the kids or whatever, maybe like, it just has to be planned for our life.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Something else that I guess like has contributed to maybe like doing things on our own is like Jay's work schedule. Like the entire time that we've been dating, he's worked in like the food industry or hospitality industry. So he used to like work evenings sometimes or weekends and currently his current job, he's on his like most consistent schedule. Um, so he's off every Thursday. And so that's kind of like his alone time day. Like, cause I'm usually at work. Well, actually during like work from home times, um, when I had the option of being in the office or at at home, like he would ask me a couple of times, like, would you mind going into the office on Thursdays? Because like, this is literally the only time I can just be by myself. Um, and I told one of my coworkers that, and they were like, aren't you kind of offended by that? And I was like, no, honestly, I get it because like, I look forward to like the Saturdays that he's at work because I'm like, oh yes, I have this Saturday by myself. I can like lay on the couch and watch whatever I want without anyone judging me. So I think also like our jobs and lifestyles have contributed to like the time that we have by ourselves or like just being like used to it. Like it is, it, it just is what it is for us.
2: I think something that this topic also brings up is um like it takes a village. I think before uh addiction, I thought Kimin was going to be my everything and my only and you know, unfortunately addiction took him down and so I had to realize that I had a village and I had to rely on friends and family to fill these other buckets. Um and honestly when he was an active addiction I was relying on those people I just didn't understand what was happening. So for me, I think that is also a wonderful benefit to all of the hardships that we went through, and I think a lot of us would probably um, agree that having that, having this experience, this like, I'm very hopeful that at 50, I don't wake up and I'm like, I don't effing like you. I, I don't even know who you are. Like, we've had to have these real conversations about our relationship. Like, do I really want to be with you? Um, early in our relationship. And so in many ways, I'm thankful for that.
1: Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like unrealistic to expect one person to be like everything for you. And also I think it's like important that we like, like if you're a part of a couple and like a partnership, like that's great, but you also don't want to lose like your own identity. And like, I think that's something that's, you know, important to me that I'm always like, I want to make sure that I'm still like my own person and I have my own interests and that I'm not just, it's not all like Jay and Shannon, everything. And I get like sucked up into like his world only.
3: Yeah, I agree. I do think that um, part of like the recovery process, like even just like what we're talking about which sounds so simple but like have like learning to have conversations about how you like split things up like what katie said so like in 50 years i don't have all this resentment that i've been doing the damn laundry every week for 50 years like i it like teaches us how to have conversations that might feel confrontational how to like be aware of other like you you know you're really like how to what am I trying to say you're like evaluating the needs you have at a very early age you know like you're really assessing like how do I take care of myself you know your partner is obviously because that's you know kind of the tenant one of the tenants of recovery is like knowing yourself and taking care of yourself and understanding you know what triggers you and all these things so that you can protect yourself from you know the addiction and So at the same time, we're doing that kind of because we're learning along the way and healing and things. And I just think that it is a really cool thing. It sounds very trivial when we're talking about housework and bills, but it's a skill that maybe a lot of people in quote unquote normal relationships might not have. I mean, you might just do what you do and like don't really discuss it. And you're not really thinking about your self-care or your husband's self-care. You're just taking care of kids or you're going to the next thing. I just think that is like a positive, a silver lining to these types of dynamics is that we are forced, very literally, to like decide all the time if this is what we want to be doing and and adjusting and making it better. And like, I don't think that that's happening in most relationships at the rate that it does when you're figuring out recovery and like trying to have a healthy life. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I agree on that. I agree with that. And like you said, with um. You know, when we're in our own recovery, there's so much focus like on our own personal well being. And I think maybe that contributes to like thinking about like, what do I want for myself? Or like, maybe that's why it's so important to me that I keep some level of independence or my own identity because we're always talking about like our wellness is just as important as theirs. And like, also, our wellness can't be dependent on theirs. Like it's up to us to be well, whether they are or not. And I think that's like a really valuable like tenant of recovery that, you know, we've been forced to recognize. Um, But like, I'm, I'm glad that we are practicing that because it's easy to, to like lose yourself.
2: Yeah. I think something in our women's group, um, Jessica, you were sharing And this woman um, who was kind of in an up and down relationship or whatever it may be, she was, after you had spoke, she was like, oh, like, I wish I want to get to where you are, Jessica, that you are independently attached. And I was like, Mm -hmm. fuck, that's great. Like, Mm -hmm. I I just, I just thought that was such a, what a cool concept that you're independently attached to your significant other. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, I just love that concept. So thank yeah, you. It is Megan.
3: It <laughs> it. Yeah, I I think it's really interesting, but like I'm i I'm, I'm not wired that way. That's being forced and like learning and being being forced to learn new things, you know? Um, but yeah, I do like that term. I think that it's it's interesting to think about it that way. Like, how can you be in a relationship and be yourself, but be together? Because at the beginning of our relationship, I didn't, I was so codependent. Like, there was no distinction, you know, like whatever Casey wanted to do, that was fine. Like, it, and like, I didn't have my own hobbies and, you know, things like that. Um, because it was, it's just not how my brain worked at the time. But yeah, that's a cool concept.
2: Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Like you said, Jessica, it's like such a, like a simple topic or very basic, but you know, I think some of the things like, you know, you hear like your partner's coming back from rehab or your loved one's coming back from rehab, like how are you navigating this and stuff like that? I think it's a question that we get often. So I think independence is, an, is a good topic for that.
1: Yeah. And I think it it's seem. Yeah. And it it is simple, but I think it's good to discuss it. Or maybe like the addiction makes you think about it differently because then you're, you're identifying like, what is the real reason for, for my behavior? Like, am I making all of these decisions because like I want to, or am I doing something by myself because I want to? Or am I doing that because I'm afraid of an outcome or I'm going back to an old behavior? And so I I just think like whenever something like this comes up where like a a friend of mine or someone in a normal relationship like brings up something like, oh, you're, you're fine going to that by yourself. Like it always makes me stop and think like, is this like, a normal thing or is this like an addiction thing so I don't know I'm I thought it was yeah it's interesting
3: though like there's like uh along the lines of like you know is are you okay with that is also like I at the beginning well in a lot of my previous relationships you know or like my girlfriend's relationships when we talk about things like they would get mad at their spouse for like playing video games at night or, um, you know, go, like Casey recently went to a friend's house to watch the Super Bowl or whatever. Um, they would be upset that they weren't included in those plans or like the time wasn't spent with them. Or I used to be upset about certain things, like not, maybe not those specific things, but things like that. And it, I think throughout this whole thing, I just truly value like, the time that I need to take care of myself my alone time whatever it is that fills my cup that it's so much easier to like have that compassion for my partner and understand that like going to your friend's house uh, to watch the Super Bowl or for anything and not being with us on a Sunday night is not because you dislike me or like you're unhappy with like you don't want to be hanging out with me but it's just because like that's something you need to do to like you know be fulfilled you need your friendships and you you know I don't care about sports. So <laughs> at least that sport. Um, so I I think that it's helped me be more aware of like, just giving more freedom within the relationship, I think. And I think that that carries over into like how we spend our time, how we like do things separately. And then also just being mindful of like, what we're good at and what like is gonna make a person feel like included and valued. I don't know. I just think that that's interesting that, you know, That in myself just that progression of like my mindset around it not like looking at everything like how are you proving to me that you love me it's like not like that it's like Mm -hmm. you know uh, I think I was like that a lot and especially when I was younger in relationships but yeah I don't know it's an interesting kind of mind shift switch when you think of like it that way you know how are you supporting one another for the long term not just like for how do you make me feel good right now
1: yeah yeah very
2: interesting well awesome ladies always love chatting uh everyone thank you for listening to boy problems podcast uh please keep reviewing and rating and if you can share us we'd love that uh keep coming back <music> Thanks for spending time with us. We hope this story has helped you better navigate yours. Don't forget to subscribe so we can meet you here next time. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love by rating or reviewing. Need more support? Join our online community by visiting us at boyproblemspod.com. Whatever you do, keep coming back.
1: We're not licensed professionals, we're here to share our lived experience, so take what resonates and leave what doesn't.